Tyler. Oh, I'm Tyler. I am Tyler, and I've still lost my binder. <laughs> I have no idea where my binder is. Yeah, probably never will. Stupid old slut. I am not old. <laughs> Tuesday podcast episode 187. I'm Sam Ginsberg and here's Tyler Driveland. Thank you very much, Sam. Thank you, listeners. And thank you, Boris, for being on this week. Hey, hey, hey. I feel like uh, it's been a while since we've talked to you. Is that just in my mind? No, I believe it has. I think it's Sam said it's been, uh, I've not been on the show yet in 2017, which oh, wow. I don't want to admit is true, but I think it's true. Well, uh, welcome to the new year, big man. Oh, thanks. No problem. So, this episode for you, we have cigars, Walmart, and dogs. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's all nice. And Sam, did you walk away? You did. We're like 30 seconds. Dogs is that they're way better than humans. Right. Like, like our co-host Sam, who walked out of this podcast 45 seconds into it. Probably for his dog. Probably. Great Probably jokes, guys. I heard all of them, and they were great. Let's let's continue. Super. So, uh, Boris, what do you have for your uh, 2017 introductory beer? I have. Uh, I have to admit to you, I almost opened this last night because I was so curious about it. But this is uh, 21st Amendment Brewery's Toaster Pastry India Style Red Ale. Ah. Ah. 7.6 ABV. And uh, the description on the can basically says that apparently they they just opened a new brewery and its uh, previous use was a toaster pastry factory. Uh, so it says biscuit malts give the beer a nutty crust-like flavor. Uh, pale and dark crystal malts create the mouthfeel and flavors reminiscent of strawberry jam. Well, welcome uh, yeah. to the team. Kyle and I have both had this beer. Yeah. You really? Yeah, we did an article about it on the show and then... Uh, when I was out west for a friend's wedding, I had it, and uh, Tyler had it on, on the podcast a while back. But I'm interested to hear what you think of it, Boris. Yeah, well, I guess one of the benefits of not frequenting the show is I get to uh, replay some of your old content. That's right. Well, you get to go into it with a fresh mind. Yeah, this is just sort of like a pretty normal IPA. Definitely got the red flavor in there, like the red ale, not like the red filling of a poster pastry. I think that's, like, basically what I said. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really like red ales and, like, normally would just have seen red ale and skipped right over this, but I was so intrigued by the toaster pastry that I went for it. They pranked Um, you. Yeah, they just sort of taste like iron to me, which might be where the red comes from. I'm not sure, but anyways, we'll see if some of the flavors come out as this beer, like, warms up a bit, but... I also have a beer that I really hope does what it says it's going to do, and it's also from California. This is Stone Brewing's Tangerine Express IPA. It's an IPA packed with whole tangerine and pineapple. They got a whole tangerine in there? That's what they said. It also says pineapple. I mean, it's a bomber, but there's no way they fit a whole fucking pineapple in here. Um, Uh, Yeah. 6.7% ABV. Uh, The smell uh, has a little bit of fruitiness, but it's mostly that dankness. Okay. Yeah, I... Other than the color... 
Boris and I could be drinking the same beer. Oh. This is just so, it's just an IPA that it doesn't do what it claims to do. No tangerine, no pineapple. Uh, I'm not getting it. Maybe it'll sneak up on me. That's um, super disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I also have a beer that I'm probably not really gonna love, but that's more on purpose than you guys. I have Black House by Modern Times Brewing Company. It is a coffee, coconut, and cocoa stout on nitro. Oh, man, you're making Boris so mad right now. He wants that so bad. <laughs> yeah. It's brewed with, like, two different kinds of coffee, I guess. I don't know. There's a whole bunch of stuff. Um, I don't know. It's got ingredients. Who can yeah, tell? you know. There's yeah. among my top list of flavors ever. <laughs> so let's see. It smells like coffee and a little bit of coconut, so that's good, because I do like coconut. Oh, it's so bizarre. How bizarre? Uh, how bizarre. Da -da 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 -da. Like, I mean, it it's on nitro, so it's supposed to be, like, kind of flat and smooth, and it definitely is, but it just weirds me out every time. Yeah, I, I can't handle nitros. They just, they taste like they did a bad job if they did too good of a job. I mean, I think this one works better than most. Um, it kind of tastes like I'm drinking some sort of alcoholic coffee drink. Like one of those, you know those like Starbucks um, drinks, they come in the glass bottles? The little yeah. crappuccinos? Yeah, like like somebody somebody poured a shot into one of those is kind of like what this tastes like. Okay. Is it that so, sweet? Excuse me? Is it that sweet? Uh, it's not quite as sweet as some of those, but it's it's definitely pretty sweet. I don't really get a whole lot of cocoa flavor, but that's probably where the, the sugary stuff is coming from. And it has some chocolate bitterness. It's it's kind of weird. Not unenjoyable, but definitely weird. Hmm. And what's the ABV? Did I even say what the ABV is? I'm not sure I know. Well, I don't know. Talk about yourselves. Oh, 5.8. Okay, that's pretty good. No, I did have something I was going to mention to Boris while you dicked around, but oh. you want to just look at more things on your can while I talk to Boris? Yeah, I'll look at my can. Uh, yeah, get a mirror out. Boris, I just thought you might want to know that the crew stopped Tiamat from being summoned and thwarted the um, uh, the dragon cult. They're, oh, shit. But there's, uh, yeah, basically I was like, finally, I can stop DMing this. And they were like, but, <laughs> but we like these characters and we want to play them more. So I'm in the process of writing a new thing for them. Tell them to make up their own damn side quests. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought you should know. I really should have come and done this in person. But your snake staff has been destroyed. It is dead. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. I guess it's not Going your... out for old snakey. Yeah, it's not your snake staff anymore anyway, but yeah. yeah, it's gone now. How did it How did it go? Did it go out fighting in a blaze of glory? Yeah, it, I mean, it got killed in probably the best way it could by a dragon. Yeah, well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is this a staff that's a snake? Yeah, it's it's straight up Moses style. You It transforms oh, okay. into a snake and then fights and then transforms back into a staff. Gotcha, gotcha. But Trick it got killed. Secret. Laser beam in the wristwatch. Snake holster in the boot. Yep. What? Yep. Nothing. I was just getting swifty over here. That one's just for you, huh? <laughs> like all my love recently. Becca's still gone. Oh. Yeah. Is that why you were? Is that why you were eating knockoff Doritos before the <laughs> the show started? You are a detective, my friend. <laughs> Does Becca only let you have the real shit? No, she probably wouldn't let me eat that. <laughs> Should I text her and uh, tattle on you? No, her grandma just died, like, last night, so. Oh. Yeah. 
So I shouldn't lift your spears by talking about fake Doritos? No, you shouldn't make her more upset. Oh, like, okay. Tyler's been putting synthetic cheese into his cornhole. <laughs> cornhole? Wait, have I been eating these wrong? <laughs> Either that or we have different definitions of cornhole. Okay. Well, let's do an article about other things you might put in your cornhole. Uh, from So we have one about dogs, one about cigars, and one about Walmart. <laughs> Which of these am I putting in my butt? Cigars. Okay, great. I mean, Bill Clinton was, like, that close, you know? Wearing a cigar in his butt? No, in Monica Lewinsky's butt. Oh. Like, a matter of half an inch, probably. That's Wait. a very detailed fact, you know. About Wait, are you just situation. saying because vaginas are near anuses? Yeah, exactly. Okay. But anyway, DraftMac.com, stop smoking cigars at beer festivals. Now, Sam and I did a slight bit of pre-pro on this one. Uh, I asked... Wow, have you ever even seen this at a beer festival? To which Sam said yes. Which surprises me because it seems like you can't like smoke anywhere anymore. Which is yeah, I don't fine know. With I, me. I haven't really seen this, and you would think that beer festivals would be considered like not restaurants, but like places where they're serving food and liquid. Like why? It seems like similar rules would apply. Like you have to be twenty feet away to smoke or whatever. I think and, the main difference is some brew fests are outside. And so I've never I've never experienced this at an indoor brew fest. I don't think you would be able to get away with it there. But yeah. the 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 best brew fest I've been to that I've been to many times now is the Great Lakes Brew Fest in Racine, and that they just close down the Racine Zoo for a day, and you just go drink there. So it's like a lot of wide open space. What? There has to be a, another space where you don't have to, like, move all the animals for a day. Yeah, I don't know where the animals usually are. I don't know how this works. All I know is it's called the Racine Zoo, and right by the um, right by the entrance, they still have the monkeys in the monkey cage. And before they open the doors to let us in, I like watching the monkeys do their monkey thing. I like to go flip off the monkeys. Yeah, I bet you do. Yeah, I do. But hold on. Can you normally just smoke a stove at the zoo, though? I really doubt it, but... I don't well, you think... can during the brew fest? I haven't been to... Fun care. Yeah, I don't know if it's technically against any rules or not, but there's not a whole lot of... There's a lot of people manning booths, but there's not a whole lot of security, like just maintaining order or anything. It's a little bit of a shit show. That's so strange. Okay, well, this article says that, I mean, rightly, cigars basically are huge plumes of taste-clouding smoke that directly contradict the whole point of going and tasting a whole bunch of beers. Um, I can't imagine I why anyone would... It's expensive to get into these. Right. Like, for the price you're paying, you could get drunk off your ass on Bud Light, and all these beers are going to taste the same. So why are you drinking a more interesting beer if you're going to be smoking a cigar? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe once you get, like, a real taste for stoves, you can, like, pair them with beer or something. I don't know. Yeah, I think people just like it as an outdoor event more than uh, specifically for the beer, which I agree with Sam is a waste of money, but, you know, yeah, people waste their money. That's very true. Very true. Uh, but, I mean, I, I, I definitely agree. Don't, don't, don't smoke at a beer festival. Just don't do it. Don't, don't smoke do it. Like anywhere where lots of people are. Yeah. Just like in general. Know when you're being an obnoxious ass. Yeah. Speaking of, so Becca and I went to see, I don't know what we went to see, some movie. And we were in kind of the back row. We were in, like, the second to last row. Oh, you were cock-blocking some uh, eighth graders? Yeah, I was like, no handies while I'm around. (laughs) But um, some dude sat behind us, and 
hit up a cannabis vaporizer, like, in the movie theater. Jesus. And now, is yeah. the rudeness that they were doing that, or that they didn't pass? <laughs> yeah, I'm chill. I, I'm a cool guy. Why couldn't he, uh, you know, puff puff hand it over? No. No, it's so, like... How much does that stink, like, relative to a cigarette? Would that just make the whole place smell like weed, or is that... No, no, I mean, it, like, Becca and I can certainly smell it, but only for, like, maybe ten seconds. Yeah. You know? It was like, somebody's smoking weed! Uh, but if you weren't, like, basically directly next to him like we were, you wouldn't necessarily have known who was smoking weed. And did, did the vapor, like, disturb the projection onto the screen? Is that no. A- no. No. I don't know how that works. Uh, I don't think it even got that high. He probably was, like, you know, down, like, <laughs> being all subtle. Blowing it onto his dick in case his dick wants a hit? Yeah, you know, getting his dick high. Look, we've all been there. I heard, uh, speaking of, of smoke on screen, I heard a rumor that the original Terminator was so low budget that uh, their smoke effect was just a guy smoking in front of the camera. I find that very hard to believe. Just like, yeah. Take one action, the guy, like, takes a big drag and just blows it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Man. But I don't I don't know. I wasn't there. Neither was anybody else here. Nope. So, nope. Yep, can't help you there. No. But, Boris, you probably can help me with hilarious content. You've been off the show for so long. Oh, my gosh. Hilarious content. We brewed a batch of beer. Yes. That our listeners might enjoy. Yeah, I guess the... Uh, the recipe was supposed to imitate like a, a Victory Hop Devil IPA, which is just sort of a pretty good standard IPA. Um, yeah. Nothing too flashy about it. I got a coworker to help me who had brewed a lot because the last two brews before this that I've done here have both turned up flat. Like all the flavors came out that we wanted, but we could not get them to carbonate. So this time we used uh, like brewer sugar instead of just normal table sugar, which is what we did <laughs> in the past. Well, and, there's your problem. No, and I think that's something that like is fine usually like brewer sugar is better but like table sugar works just fine yeah and so we did it again and the bottles were some of them carbonated well some of them didn't but we used two growlers uh two gallon sized growlers and those things carbonated perfectly nice and so we got like two gallons of great beer and like three gallons of like meh kind of flat not great beer okay but the flavors all turned out the way you wanted yeah yeah i mean there wasn't anything too complex in the flavoring itself, just sort of like the right hop balance, the right uh, mouthfeel, lightness. It wasn't too heavy or anything or too sweet, which, I don't know, worked well. We also started with the liquid uh, malt base, which I'd never done before, like in the cans. Oh, liquid extract? Yes, sorry. Um, yeah, but only, I've only ever used... quite a lot easier. Is it more expensive than DME? Probably. Um, I think we ended up paying about 40 bucks for our grains total. Oh, that's really not bad. Yeah, no, that's, that's pretty average. Yeah. And it saved us, like, you know, an hour of very careful work. That's probably one of the harder parts of brewing is making sure the temperature stays right for the extraction of the the wort. But you are not wrong. Yeah. So you just sort of started the boil. Interesting. Well, I'm glad it, it came out, like, two-fifths well. Yeah. Better than nothing. It's Certainly. A, it's a good compromise. Yeah, but also when we opened the, um, the growlers, that was largest pop of any carbonated beverage I've ever had. Like, I've opened champagne bottles many times and, you know, usually am able to contain it, but this was just, I was not expecting it at all. Flew the cap right off there. (laughs) Some clown ass in one of my environmental classes was, like, brewing on this real rinky-dink home setup, 
and apparently did not have proper ventilation on the glass carboy he was uh, fermenting in. He shattered it? And it, it went off like a bomb. Like, he posted pictures, and there was glass shards, like, in his ceiling. Oh, my you know, God. Like, embedded in the ceiling. Yeah. He must have just, like, plugged it and not left any sort of... Yeah, he didn't have, like, he didn't, like, buy uh, uh, a valve, you know? He just, like, right. had some weird, like, homemade setup. Uh, yeah, I can't throw too much heat at this guy. I've had fermenters blow before. But I but I use buckets instead of carboys, so the right. so results aren't disastrous. Die. Yeah. No, I mean, that's that's definitely a thing that happens. But, like, I've never seen, like, shrapnel, you know? Pretty crazy stuff. Uh, how's the winter out there, Boris? Uh, winter, like, got serious last week. We've got, we had a couple feet of snow at one point, just a couple blizzards in a row. But we got up to, like, 60 today, so it's almost going on already. That's nice. Yeah, it's some wacky and wild times on the coast here. Yeah. We're getting similar stuff out here. I feel like, is it possible that the globe has been warming? Same old. It's winter, though. It's cold out. How could there possibly be global warming if it's cold out? No, yeah, but it's, it's getting... snow in my backyard? It's getting warmer, though. I said it's getting warmer. It was it was almost 60 to, uh, here, too. I walked the dog. One hoodie. Crazy. A one hoodie kind of day? Yeah, I've been I've been doing uh, most of the time hoodie, leather jacket, hoodie, gloves, and Someone mittens, has a and a hat. Jacket. Yeah, your wardrobe has expanded by one uh, warming piece since I left. Huh? No, I've actually had this leather jacket for a long time. I just don't wear it because it's nice, but I feel like I'm not cool enough to wear it. Sure. So I only wear Absolutely. it if it's not going to be my top layer. It was a hand-me-down from Sam yeah, Adamson. Particularly Fonzie. Oh, oh no, I know, I know this leather jacket now. Actually, yeah, it's fair. Let's see here. What are we going to do? Should we do another article, or does somebody have something they're, they're burning to talk about? Uh, uh, I was going to make an STD joke there, something about burning, but it just didn't come together. Tyler, you'll get that in post, right? <laughs> yep, you know me. Okay. Just Microsoft Sam reading like a dirty joke that Tyler found on the internet. <laughs> okay, we'll do another article. So this one's from WUSA9.com. Brewery offers paid paternity leave. For employees with new puppies, and uh, who wants to take a guess? Well, Boris, you're the only one who doesn't know. Boris, what brewery do you think it is that's providing paternity leave? Oh gosh, not scrolling down. I want to go with Lagunitas because it just sounds like a thing they do. Okay, it's actually Brewdog. Brewdog got Brewdog, dog right those, there in the name. Yeah, those rascals. Do they bring their dogs to work and shit like? Can you have a brewery with dogs in it? That seems like a health code violation. It seems like a really bad idea. I don't know. Probably. They're like rebels or whatever. Rebelling against having beer that isn't expired. But it's my standard bash against BrewDog. I guess they're opening up a location in Ohio sometime in 2017. Because they're, they're a Scottish brewery. And I guess they're looking to expand. And part of the benefits of working at this Ohio location is that if you get a dog, you can take time off to take care of your dog. Oh, guys, it says right here, staff members are welcome to bring their dogs to work. Cool. Our our question is answered in the article. Go ahead. Okay. So, yeah, BrewDog, it's just BrewDog, you know, doing another wacky thing. Brewery with dogs, and then also time off for your dog. Pretty classic BrewDog. The best company to work for, period, ever. Period. This reminds me of this thing they do at work, like, uh, at the staff meeting... It shows everyone, like, if an employee got married, 
they can like submit that they got married and it'll show like a wedding picture. And if they had a kid, they'll like put a picture of their kid up on the up on the big screen. And my guess is somebody complained because now there is also an option. If you get a new pet, they will show your new pet. Wow, the loneliest person ever complained. Yeah, they get they so many submissions. That, that was like the highlight of staff meeting for a lot of people, and it could be improved by the addition of puppies. Uh, really, my favorite part is seeing who became TLs that I know that are stupid, so I can talk shit. I'm guessing that means team leader because I'm I'm good at reading awareness. Oh yeah yeah yeah, super That's fancy it. bossman. It super. means you have a non-zero number of direct reports. Okay, too far for me. But let's see here. Brewdog, I mean, I, aside from the puppy thing, I'm happy that they're opening up a facility in Ohio because I would like to try some of their beer that hasn't skunked. Because so far, all I have had is outrageously outdated Brewdog beer. beer. Huh. That's an experience That's that I've, I share. So it, it's going to be nice to maybe have them producing stateside. Hopefully their uh, distribution will be a little, a little better. You guys want to talk about pranks? Sure. I need help. Yeah. Okay, okay go for it. So I'm in this prank war, theoretically. I'm doing a very bad job. You know, I was on that cruise, got back from the cruise, and someone had put a shower curtain over my door that was like a, like a tropical beach vista. And then I went in, and there are stickers of little fishies and bubbles and coral and such all over my walls. And nice. my desk had a grass skirt on it. <laughs> and I was like, this dude went whole hog. And yeah, that's I, a lot of effort. I got to, like... I gotta bring the heat. And this was a couple weeks ago, and I've done nothing since, and I have no ideas. No, no heat. I need some help. See, I mean, my first suggestion in any prank war is the pea tray, but you like this gentleman. Yeah, it's not so that. You probably shouldn't. Yeah. It's not that I want vengeance against this guy that I hate. Right, right, right. So pea tray is inappropriate. Correct. Correct. Uh, for those of us who are unfamiliar with the pea tray, would you explain? Oh, okay, sure. So you take a shallow uh, baking pan. Right? And you put wax paper down, and then you pee in it, and you put it in the freezer until it freezes into a little sheet, like a, a pane of urine, and then you slide it under somebody's door because it's so thin, and then it melts right there, and there's a puddle of pee. So, the, the thing about pee tray, it's, it's great, and it, it, I don't want to do it for the obvious reason that I don't want to, I don't want my pee on this man's situation, but, uh, it's, it's worth noting that these doors don't lock, so I could just walk into his office and start peeing. Oh, okay. So, Petre, it it's only really, works in that situation if he walks in and it's already frozen, and then he's like, oh, it's a race against time. <laughs> <laughs> it works better as a dorm prank. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I guess other dorm pranks I know of are to, like, wrap all of his furniture with wrapping paper. Yeah. That'd be good. It's good. But it's not Christmas time. What holidays are coming up? Well, we just missed St. Valentine's Day. Day. Oh. Ooh, you should get him a bunch of Guinness for St. Patrick's Day, because Guinness is trash. <laughs> well. You should throw up in his office and challenge him to a fight for St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah, it is a shame we missed Valentine's Day. I was going to be like, you should send him, like, flowers, like, every day for a week for no reason. Um, yeah, show uh, so far, the suggestions have been give him flowers and give him beer. I think you guys might not understand pranks. You want to date him, right? That's that's what you said. Uh, no. Those, like, fifth grade boys like girls but don't really understand why yet, so they're just yeah. using it in a nice way. When's Easter? Is Easter coming up? Late March, I think. Yeah. Well, 
He should put all of his stuff in eggs when it's Easter time. That's when, pretty good. When you say all of his stuff, like his yeah. computer? I don't know. His How desk? An egg, like, take all of his stuff and paper mache eggs around it. I think paper mache takes longer to set than you realize. Because <laughs> your, your prank... That's funny. He walked into his office and it's just like dripping in paper mache. <laughs> or he walks into his office and all of his shit has been stolen because I took it home to paper mache it. <laughs> you yeah, can maybe just be an in-office project. Yeah. You can color all of his stuff pastel. Or Easter. Or just move him to Ganymede, am I right? Ha. Uh, you you have to currently or in the past have worked at Epic to understand that joke. Okay. I was like, Jupiter's moon? Uh well I mean, it it's a well good done. candidate for life, but I don't know that he could survive. Most of the buildings are named after heavenly bodies. So there's a building named after Ganymede. So there's a there's a dry lab room then? Is that what you're saying? Oh, god damn it. Gross. My body is heavenly. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I've I've come up with two excellent themed pranks, so I'm done. You've come up with zero excellent themed pranks. I've come up with two pranks. Yeah. Oh man. Speaking of pranks, a topic I brought up. Um, <laughs> there's this movie that's a total prank of a movie that you guys both absolutely need to watch. Ooh, what is it? It's called Fateful Findings, and Zach brought it to our attention, we watched it, and it was an unbelievably good experience. And then I remember that there's a Flophouse episode about it, uh, and their review of Fateful Findings, one of them said, this is what it would be like if Tommy Wiseau was bad at making movies. Oh my god. (laughs) And someone else just said, I can't wait to show this to my parents. (laughs) Ooh, I'm excited to watch this now. And I think the whole thing is on YouTube. (laughs) The mark of a classic. But don't watch it alone. Watch it with at least one person or else you will be driven mad. Oh, shit. <laughs> I can't watch it for another week. Just watch it with one of your friends. Um, oh. Fudge. Yeah, wait, with girlfriends like this or just, like, guy friends? Three Sex was there. She brought it up, so. Three Sex was laughing her ass off. Okay, good. Good. And she's representative of girlfriends everywhere, right? Don't tell her that. Hey. Any who's all. Anyway, gonna do another article here. Uh, avclub.com. Walmart is being sued for inventing a fake craft brewery. Now, I feel like we might have talked about the first part of this story on the show before, but since Sam doesn't remember, I'm going to assume that nobody else does either and recap it. Walmart came out with, well, they said they were going to come out with some, uh, oh no, I guess they did. They began selling their own line of quote-unquote craft beers last year, saying they were working in collaboration with Trouble Brewing which is the name of a brewing company, ostensibly, to brew four styles of craft beer, trying to cut in on the the burgeoning craft market. But it turns out that Trouble Brewing doesn't really exist. It's kind of like a fictitious corporation, you know? Like, they just, like, made a name and registered it, and it's basically just, like, Genesee working with Walmart. Which is, like, a macro producer. Yeah. Genesee's really bad. It is... Not my favorite beer, but it might be my least favorite beer. <laughs> oh, okay. No, that's not true. It is It is pretty not good, though. So they kind of just made, like, this shell company so they could be like, look, it even has a hilarious crafty-type name. We're definitely making craft beer, but they're not. Yeah, like, I wouldn't blink twice at Trouble Brewing, or I didn't before I knew it was a fake 
Yeah, yeah exactly. It sounds like it probably comes out of like Tennessee or something. Uh, but uh, so now there's a lawsuit, uh, and it's 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 I guess probably class action for anybody who feels defrauded by buying Trouble Brewing slash Walmart collaborative beer because it's not actually craft. I don't know how many people this actually affects, but... I feel like you need to have saved a receipt or something, and no one's going to have saved a receipt for Walmart brand craft beer. You wouldn't save a receipt for a $4 six-pack? I would know. That's crazy. Well, yeah, no one should be buying $4 six-packs of craft beer, or at least they should be expecting what it is. Right, unless you're like a homeless person. Right. And even then, you should probably get Mad Dog 2020. Yeah, you're not buying craft beer. (laughs) Yeah. So, come on. Get it together, Walmart. Get your shit together. Cut it out. Buttholes. Buttholes. Did you guys even see any of these collaborations anywhere? Because I don't don't know. Ever go... Excuse me, I don't ever go to Walmart. Yeah, there's not one convenient to me, and thus I don't go. Yeah. There's a Target, and Target's better in every way. Right, if I... If I went, I would certainly not be buying craft beer there. Yeah, I would be buying craft macaroni and cheese. <laughs> because if there's one thing I like, it's macaroni and cheese. Is that it? There's only one thing you like, and it's macaroni it's and cheese. Only thing. Yeah. Cool. Yep. You're not wrong. I'm just. <laughs> Thank you for telling me I'm not wrong about my own opinion. It's <laughs> a lot to be worse. <laughs> Anytime. So I've actually been saving up. Saving up the King content for today. I didn't want to drop the bomb too early. But after after months and months of fruitless searching, I have a job. Oh, no shit, dude. Yeah. Congrats. Thank you. Are you a federale now? No, it's, it's not with the federales, unfortunately. So I put out like 215 federal applications, like starting in like November. And I heard back from zero people. And then last week on Saturday, I was like, boy, maybe I should apply to Vermont State Parks. And two days later, I heard back. So they, they must have been hard up for fools to come work. Are you moving back to the VT? I am. I am moving back to Vermont. The job starts in May, but I'm going to be, I'm gonna be the, uh, the interpreter for Silver Lake State Park in Vermont. And is that a lake made of purest silver? Yeah, the purest of silver. Interesting. Um, all of my coworkers are dwarves, actually. Are they and dwarves, or are they dwarves coded as Jewish stereotypes? <laughs> well, we have a pretty low Jewish population in Vermont, so probably actual dwarves. I just I feel like any time in fantasy that a dwarf is near money, all of a sudden they're Jewish. That would be that's fine with me. The dwarves in Lord of the Rings kick ass. At least they're not like the goblins in. In, in Harry Potter. Are those the ones that run Gringotts that are Jewy as hell? So Jewy. Yeah. Let's put the biggest nose we can on this guy with all the money. <laughs> yeah. Let's run the bank secretly. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But yeah. So I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah. Well, we're happy for you, dude. Uh, when are you When are you moving out of your, the shithole apartment you live in? <laughs> Sorry. I, I've never been there. I just assume it's a shithole. Well, I mean, since I've been living it alone, it, it's it's gotten rapidly shittier. But I don't know, probably sometime in April, because I don't, like I said, I don't start till May, but I'll go out a little early, get established. And are you going to move back home to start, or are you are you looking for a place out there now? Like, I might be home for a quick minute, 
But they offer, also offered uh, myself and Becca housing at the at the park, so that's pretty cool. Whoa, what? Like dorms? No, well, they have dorms. Animal house? Because, oh, yeah, absolutely animal house. We're going to be doing toga parties, like, every night. Nice. Yeah, it's going to be sweet. We're going to be looking in on women uh, doing sex crimes. It's going to be hilarious. Yeah, man, that movie, among many other, like, raunchy comedies of that era are totally fucked. They are so messed up. Just in Animal House, I believe they uh, peep on ladies and also trick some ladies into thinking that they are the boyfriends of their dead roommates. Oh, God. Yeah. Right. It also randomly was on TV this week, like on daytime TV in the break room in my office, and it was like the end scene where it like puts letters on the screen about what everyone's doing after college. And one of them was just like, so-and-so like got raped in prison. Oh my and god! To be like the joke, and I was just like, "Wow, that's not even remotely okay anymore." Wow, wow, yeah, that's pretty bad. A lot of those movies do not hold up. No, no, they sure don't. But to answer your original question, Samuel, they do have dorms, but we have like a like a it's like a little house kind of dealio, cabin type thing. Yeah, that's totally cool. It is totally cool. Uh, mostly because I wouldn't be paying rent. Like, they could put me in a shed, and if I wasn't paying rent, that'd be pretty sweet. Uh, and is Backpack What the Heck going to have to just find a job out there? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. She might apply to this park, though, because they have, like, a bunch of, like, you don't have to have qualifications positions. But she wouldn't be able to do your job because you have a super no. fancy certificate from a hippie college. Goddamn right. So they know I smoke weed. <laughs> Uh, do you think you'll smoke as much weed after you move? Absolutely not. Because it's just not going to be... It's going to be a physical impossibility to get my hands on that much. So I guess you'll have to do something else that's appropriate to the region. Are you going to, like, snort maple syrup or something? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm just going to mainline tree sap. Wait, as a, as a state employee, don't you have to do drug tests? No. Or are we just crossing that hurdle when we get to it? Oh, uh, they didn't say anything about it, so I'm not worried. Also, I didn't. I was a state employee this past summer, and I didn't have to get drug tested. But that was because you were temporary. Well, I'm still temporary. Oh, this isn't like a like a lockdown thing. Oh no 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 no. <laughs> oh, so wait, what's is it just for the summer? Yeah. Oh, so uh, I guess I should probably explain. So, um, for the industry I'm going in, you know, working in parks and stuff like that, it's generally like seasonal work for like the first like three to five years. And then you can start applying for, like, full-time positions. So you have to, like, find a, a job analogous to your shitty thrift store job for the off-season and just gut through that for a few years until you can get something full-time? Uh, that's one option. I'm hoping to – I want to get this, this avalanche safety certificate so I could maybe go work, uh, like, in, in winter parks during, you know, the winter off-season. Oh. That's, that's my plan. Yeah. But then would you still be – unemployed like September and March or something like that? Yeah, but I'm not really too worried about that. Okay. You know, that's like, that's fun employment, baby. No, it's un it's unemployment. It's not fun right. and it's not employment. It's neither of the things <laughs> you said. No, I think, I, yeah, no, I think it'll be okay. Okay. I mean, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. So that's the, that's the Tyler Drive Light Life update. You excited to be back on the East Coast? I'm very excited to be back on the East Coast. Slightly um, fewer hippies per capita than California. Well, I'm moving back to Vermont, so. 
Oh shit! Yeah. 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 The West Coast you know, to East Coast, as we call it. <laughs> Basically, uh, I don't know. It's just like people out here were uniformly nicer than people on the East Coast, but that comes at at the price of like punctuality and um, getting anything done ever. Yeah. So it'll be nice to to move back to a place where uh, people are just as mean as I am. Plus, you and seem. Shit gets done. Sorry. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. And shit gets done. Right, and shit, shit will actually get done on time. It's nice you'll uh, be in a place with a different, hopefully decent liquor store. <laughs> yeah. Because it, it seems like you've had most of the stuff that you have easy access to out your way. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a whole new I don't even know palette to pick from for this show. Gonna gonna, gonna bring line up to get that heady topper. Yeah. Yeah. I actually had some of that a few weeks ago and thought it was good, but not like line up to outside the brewery good. No, I wouldn't line up. Um, I also had some heavy topper when I went back to the East Coast last time, and uh, yeah, no, I wouldn't line up. But it's it's fairly easy to get at the the beverage stores out there, so I probably will be picking it up fairly regularly. And you'll be able to get that uh, that magic hat and smutty nose. Fucking smutty nose and Otter Creek. Not good. Not good at all. Magic hat's okay. I mean, magic hat's good at what it is, which is. A hybrid of micro and macro. It's yeah. probably the best of those. It's like a step up from Blue Moon and Shock Top. Yeah. 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 But so that's yeah. I, I mean, it's still several months down the road, but I am looking forward to it. Cool. Plus, it's way easier to buy a gun in Vermont, you guys. Ooh, yeah, that thing everyone needs to own. That's Wait, right. hold the fuck on. Are you gonna have to find an apartment for nine months out of the year or something? Ooh. Have you not thought that far ahead, Tyler? Well, I mean, I'm going to go and do this job, and they're going to give me free housing for a bit, and then when it's done, I, I will deal with that then. You're going to live in the fucking woods, aren't you? <laughs> I have a wonderful tent, and I'm good at hunting squirrels. Are you? No, probably, probably not. Okay. I feel like everyone I've thinks they'd be great at, at hunting squirrels, but yeah, you're not. You know, it's harder than it looks. Yeah. I've never, I've never hunted a squirrel. Actually, Boris, this is something you probably don't know. Um, I stopped eating mammals. Really? Yeah. Okay, so just beef then and pork, I guess. And like, you know, lamb. Venison. Yeah. Wait, can you eat so platypus? What's the ruling on them? On what? Platypus. Are those mammals? I well, can never tell. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I mean, since, yeah, they are. since I'm not going by any actual like diet or code except what I feel like doing, I probably wouldn't eat a platypus. But you would eat a zebra. We decided that previously. Right. That's my that's my cheat mammal. Everyone has a cheat mammal. Exactly. Yeah. Mine is cows and also pigs and also <laughs> sometimes deer. I think mine would be the three-toed sloth. You want to eat a sloth? That meat must be so tender, dude. Sloths <laughs> not been stressed in their entire life. There's not an ounce of muscle on there. <laughs> exactly. That's fair dues. Fair dues. I just feel like they'd be really, uh, really like, gamey, what with all that lichen growing on them. Right. I don't think that's well, how that works. You gotta, you gotta skin them, obviously. I'm not gonna eat the fucking fur. Oh, I'm gonna eat the entire zebra. Oh, I see. Well, most of his rationale was that its stripes make it look delicious, which is weird to me. But, I mean, when you see... when you like see grill marks on a burger? <laughs> it's like, yeah, who knows, man? They just look tasty to me. I have had times that I've seen a lion take one down... And they tear into it, and I think, oh, man, that actually looks pretty good. Yeah. I could get up in that. Zebra tartar. 
I just see them sort of like chomp on the fur a bit. You can tell they're like trying to get it off their tongue. And it's like, uh, no, I'll take mine like skinned and cooked. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Well, you, all right. I'll have your hide. Is this a, um, Tyler, is this like a dietary thing or an environmental thing or what? No, I don't really know what it is. I, like, I guess I feel like we're at the point in our civilization where we can live without eating mammal or any animals, really. Like, right. we can get all the, you know, nutrients we need by not killing anything. So it's probably morally right to do so. But I'm not strong enough not to eat any meat, so I say, fuck birds and fish. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, that's pretty much it. So you, uh, you could, you're not that far from being able to keep kosher pretty easily then, right? I guess. I just, shellfish. I would have to, yeah, get rid of the shellfish, and I couldn't, like, put cheese on my chicken sandwich. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like cheese doesn't do that much for a chicken sandwich. I feel like it could do without. I could. I'm not going to, though. Look at how many sacrifices I'm already making. That's fair. I'm like, practically Jesus over here. I've often thought of you as practically Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Boris. This show has gotten really off the rails in the last ten minutes. It yeah, sure has. We want to rate these beers. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I think we just ran out of articles, and uh, that's what happens. <laughs> yeah, okay. Usually we have six, and we pick, like, the three or four most interesting. This time we have three. Right. Well... All. I'm, my my primary job is no longer prepping for this show. You know, it's uh, making programs for kids visiting a park. So, we lost you to the damn government. That's that's right. <laughs> Boris is now a tea partier. Uh, yep. <laughs> Go make some vaguely racist signs about Obama's birthplace. That's and, the spirit. I don't know. Just be generally terrible and inconsiderate of other life. I think. In tremendously confused. Yeah, that too. Well. Before you go do that, how about you rate your beer for us, Boris? Sure. Uh, just opened my second one. It was actually, it got better. Like, for a red ale, I'm okay with it. I think the aroma is definitely the kind of sweetness they were going for. Just to remind everyone, I had 21st Amendment Breweries toaster pastry India-style red ale. Uh, so it was supposed to sort of vaguely taste like a toaster pastry. Um, the scent definitely has the, like, fruitiness that I think they were going for. Um, but the taste, man, is just like a sort of weaker red ale, which I'm okay with because I don't love the flavor of a red ale. Overall, it's 7.6% ABV and pretty drinkable, so there's that, but it doesn't really fill its uh, promises of toaster pastry. So I'm going to give it a 6 um, just for being above average for its style, but still, like, you clearly just tricked me into buying this by putting toaster pastry on the can, and I don't appreciate yeah. that. That's, that's, that's fair. That's fair, Boris. Let's see here. I had Modern Times Black House, a coffee, coconut, and cocoa stout on nitro. This is probably the best nitro I've had. Um, I think these flavors, the mouthfeel, the the heaviness, the thickness, lends itself to the kind of smooth and creamy characteristics of being on nitro. But nitrogenated beers are still pretty weird because I'm expecting some sort of fizz and there's just nothing at all. Uh, so I'm going to give it a five, seven, I think. And who do I recommend this to? People who are like drinking late at night, perhaps after just going out to dinner at a restaurant. Cause this kind of feels like, like a, you know, a nightcap plus like your end of dinner coffee or whatever. So you could probably fill that role, but that's really niche. So did you say niche? I did. Is that really how that's pronounced? Or niche. I don't know. Who cares? Okay. Uh, I had Stone Tangerine Express IPA, 
so I get a little bit of fruitiness at the at the back, but I'm really disappointed with how little fruit taste there is here. Because, I mean, that's why I bought it and I was super excited. I think as an IPA, it does a fine job, but uh, there's nothing that nothing here that makes me interested in ever buying this again. There are better, more honest IPAs for much cheaper than this. I'm going to give it a 5.8, and I would say if you're like a stone completist, go for it. But other than that, there's not really a use case here. That's very disappointing because that, those sound like flavors I would want in my beer, but they don't actually exist in the beer. Yeah. Okay, well, do you know what you might be having next week? Uh, I think I got some chocolate peanut butter shit. I'll break that out, I guess. Okay, That's going in the complete opposite flavor direction. Yeah, well, uh, hopefully it'll warm up, like, in earnest here eventually, so I want to, like, make sure I drink all my winter beers before the summer comes. Makes sense to me. Makes sense to me. All right, well, Boris, it was good to talk to you. I'm glad we got to check in with you. Yeah, it was great being back. Absolutely. Everybody, thank you for listening. We will see you next week. But in the meantime, if you have anything to say to us, you can email us at BruiseDayTuesdayPodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at BruiseDayTuesday, or you can comment on our links at BruiseTuesday.com. Don't let the professors keep you down. Bye now. Bye. Bye. Catch all your tears. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. Here comes a shot. Lose all your thoughts. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. This one's on me. Fix you for free. Drink the remedy, forget about everything. This one's on me. Got what you need. And take your medicine. You feel better. Alright, great job everyone. Uh sticking through the outro music. You you get to get in on on some secret content that the people who turn their shit off uh aren't gonna know about. Take it away, Tyler. Uh, I've got a very small penis. Uh, okay. That good enough. Bye. That's it. Totally did not expect. Bye. <laughs> Just wanted to see what would happen if, if I put you on the spot. Threw him a hot mic. I like, I like putting disinformation about my penis out there. Like, it's not like it's huge. It's like a very average-sized penis. But um, just so, like, nobody is disappointed, you know? I thought you were going to say yes. so you can commit crimes naked. And <laughs> if you're identified by your penis, no one will think it's you. Right. Because I wear a... line up ever. Yeah, I'd wear a picture of my own penis over my face. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> how would they know it's yours though? Yeah. That's that's the whole mystery, Boris.